0: I wanted to book you on this uh, show that I do. It's that basement show. There's no mic, no chairs, and unfortunately, this time around, I can't pay you, but there is a buffet.
1: Cops retirement party. I got no room for you to stay in, but there's free drinks. You wouldn't mind uh, hiding out for about a half hour, 45 minutes, until the uh, birthday girl gets there, would you?
0: wondering if you'd like to do comedy uh on a boat not a very big boat kind of just like a yo boat really it's just a canoe let me know if you want to do the gig <laughs> good afternoon Yay. ladies and gentlemen brandy posey thanks for joining us we really appreciate it thank you
2: yeah thanks for having me guys it's i guess it's great to see you uh, in the Zoom you world y- you look great in 2d i'll say <laughs> that to you <laughs>
1: i'll take it it's my best dimension <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, I think fourth is my best dimension. So,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean, I don't know. I like to break the fourth wall. I don't know what that is.
2: Yeah, uh, walls, three. dimensions, and meals. Fourth is usually works best for me.
0: <laughs> yes, that's a that's a words to live by. Get that number four in there. I do a, I do a second breakfast like like the hobbits.
2: <laughs> Quarantine has actually made me um me and my roommate uh do a second morning where uh, we wake up and like I feed our pets and then we go back to sleep until like 10, 30, 11, because there's no reason (laughs) to be (laughs) awake.
0: That's great. I I mean, I don't know that we have any, I guess we're going for walks at night. That's like our one thing. Oh, Mm -hmm. actually this happened last night. I guess this is a bit of a disaster. Um, Mm -hmm. There's this we we go for a walk every night, same thing around the same area. We go up and over a little hill. And then we're in this other neighborhood and we saw this old woman. She was kind of like looking around. She had to be like 80 or 90 years old. She's shuffling, looking, shuffling, Mm -hmm. stares at a stop sign for like three seconds and then keeps going. And I just look at my girlfriend and I go, Sabina. And I say, "Uh, silver alert? (laughs) And And we we went to rescue her. We went over to rescue her. And she's like, "Uh, I live right there. (laughs) (laughs)
3: she was going for
0: a walk her nightly walk around the block but we've done this walk like you know 50 times and never seen her i was like she seems lost and no i'm just uh, a maniac
2: good intentions though good intentions i think
0: the path of hell is paved with good intentions well you know that's what our show is about gary pretty much we like to talk about awful uh comedy experiences and uh, yeah disaster you know epic disaster shows
1: I I think deep down all of us may have started this with that hopeful idea of like, I just want to make the world laugh. And -hmm. then beginning with your first gigs, it slowly (laughs) turns into these fucking people (laughs) suck.
2: Yeah, you get real jaded against humanity uh, at Mm -hmm. a certain point. And you gotta remember when you're talking to normies that even if you're like the nicest comedian, Mm -hmm. you are an asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah it is it
0: is remarkable especially these days because i feel like we can be i think we're all pretty progressive here yeah. but mm-hmm. i find that my language is still outrageous and the things mm-hmm. i'm willing to talk about because there is like you know for lack of a better way of saying it there's like a pc police mm-hmm. there's like some encroachment but mm-hmm. i feel like if your intentions are good and you're just yes. trying to be funny you know, because we're not looking to really make anyone feel bad, and mm-hmm. or be racist or homophobic or anything like that. But sometimes, as comedians, we just were
2: outlandish. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's also like the kind of like heat of the moment when you're riffing or something, and you're like mm-hmm. yes, anding something, and you're like, I don't actually mean that. Let me walk, or you know, whatever. Yeah, Hang yeah, on a sec. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. I
1: guess my I... question. Oh no, sorry, Gary, I cut you off. <laughs> no, I, I I have that definite button that I've pushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little too much in life, and <laughs> I, my club right now is really the morning coffee shop. And I have to, like, uh, that's the only place I go out because I, I, I'm not gonna go to a drive in and get beeped at. Yeah, uh, it's just I can't. So I've been trying material out yeah. uh, on the day. Do you want to tell
0: our listeners where this might be? Is it like a Starbucks on Pico or they want to come <laughs> no. and see you? Where can they order their coffee?
1: Uh, it's a cafe <laughs> de leche in Highland Park, um, but yeah, I, it's just like I I need an outlet or something, and and uh, and then and then I, I realize I crossed the, a line when they're like making stuff, and then they're like, ha! it becomes <laughs> like their heads will go back down to the coffees.
2: Oh I'm like,
1: all right, all right, tomorrow. I'll get you tomorrow.
2: All right. Like I've been as polite as I can be right now. And now I just need to I gotta go. (laughs) We all we all have our limits. (laughs) Exactly. So I I
0: I guess I no, no, I wanted to ask uh Brandy, uh, did you start in LA? Did you start because I I met you out here, you know, many years ago, probably maybe like a decade ago. Uh, probably, yeah. Close to it, it.
2: I mean, I've been out here for all, it'll be 14 years in January. January seventh, be okay. 14 years somehow. Cool. But I've been doing stand up for about 12 and a half, awesome. um, and yeah, I started out. I started out here in LA. I um, I didn't really think of stand-up as like i I always wanted to work in comedy like i went to film school because i wanted to do like sketches and stuff and didn't realize that film school would just be me arguing with professors about (laughs) short 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 films versus (laughs) sketches um i'd be like why would you make why would you you can't tell a journey in four minutes but you can get a lot of fart jokes in who gives a shit and then just be horrified at me the entire time yeah um you've never seen the look of it's it's a very special look on a professor's face when they ask like the entire class what their most influential films are and you're just like ace ventura two
1: Um. (laughs) when nature calls (laughs) when
2: nature calls the rhinoceros (laughs) scene was like uh the closest (laughs) religious experience i've ever had
1: yeah Uh. oh right I, i i i was yearning for that because i uh I watched the new Borat and I remember mm-hmm. the first Borat being a young man and the whole point of the movie had like no kind of real point other than mm-hmm. he was on this ridiculous journey. Mm-hmm. And I was like that religious laughter theater experience yes. yeah. is not around right now. And it mm-hmm. bugged me out so much. Mm-hmm. But when you went to film school, what school was it? And did you ever like sway from mm-hmm. that opinion of like, no, 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 sketch is a movie. This is a tale. Yeah.
2: Uh, I went to Dre- I went to Drexel University in Philadelphia. I uh, I, I got Orange County in high school where my guidance counselor didn't send my uh, SATs <laughs> to anybody. Oh no. Uh, oh no. And when I finally That's caught true. it, it yeah, it, cause like I got it applied to like and then when I caught it I I then got like I got into NYU but I didn't get into Tisch and then knowing everything I know now I'm glad because I didn't want to do that shit anyway like I got into Boston University but like not the film school I got into Ithaca but like not the and they were like well you can be undecided for a year and I was like well no I don't I'm not gonna give you money for no reason yeah Um, and Drexel I got in I really it's a great school yeah it's a great school it's like in, in it's in Philadelphia honestly I think like also, I, what I really liked about their program too is like on the very first day they put a camera in your hands and like it's very a uh, hands-on oh, awesome. learning learning experience. Um, and it was just kind of like you could make it as you, like you I like I always I would hold castings with like local actors. I would get like location permits. I would always try to like learn new skills during that four years. And then I also went to school with some people that like cast all their friends and then shot like beer pong things in their apartments. So it was a yeah. very good like early lesson and like you were in control of 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 how far you want to learn and push yourself
0: right hands-on yeah
2: exactly and then also just like i i'm from a suburb in maryland like half an hour outside of baltimore but you know as a kid i didn't really go there on my own very often so just like living in like a real ass city for the first time was just like such an awesome education too that it Mm -hmm. like i i i almost consider like that as valuable as like, go as going to film school is just like opening up my my world right
0: world. especially philly it's like yeah. it's so you mm-hmm. know in your face i feel yeah. like the yeah. personalities don't,
2: they don't fuck around at all uh philly's awesome it like <laughs> and to the point that i remember when i moved to la and i'd be curious if like with boston you felt the same way when i moved yeah. out here i was like this is like not a city
0: yeah Yeah, i had a real chip on my shoulder for a few years out here like i was like this ain't shit no i remember i I remember i would watch like headliners at the comedy store and be like these guys are fucking terrible yeah
3: (laughs) they're all it's like
0: sebastian (laughs) i'm like look at this fucking guy and i would say it to people people like this guy's one of the best guys there is you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, a little while to adjust
2: absolutely yeah well there's like an east coast in you that like you know, I'm, I'm glad that I have, I have
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a chip, yeah. but it, but it definitely is an adjustment. Cause I remember I called somebody a goofball, like in an out and people were like, Hey man, yeah, take it easy. I was like, this guy's a fucking goofball. And then everyone's like, what? I was like, my dad used to call me a goofball as a term of yeah. endearment. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, mad at me. Cause I said goofball, you know,
1: I called my dog a fucking banana head today <laughs> and everyone went Whoa. quiet. I was yeah. like, come on. He's a, he's eating my foot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He like looks up from licking his crotch and he's like, too far, man.
1: (laughs) So I I
0: guess the question is when you bring that Philly attitude, Uh you know, via Drexel and, you know, Mm -hmm. Maryland and Baltimore to all that to Los Angeles, and you start Mm -hmm. doing comedy, how did that help or hurt you? when you're like starting out here I I know you I mean you're 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 an amazing person when I'm right when I met you I felt like we were you know very friendly and everything like that but has Mm -hmm. it ever has the sort of like chip from Philly ever kind of like jumped in in LA comedy
2: I mean it has from I so I kind of like the the other part of the soup that is me is that I'm also like a dyed-in-the-wool like punk ska kid and Uh like was never a fan of comedy clubs kind of oh and didn't really consciously make the decision that like I, I, it's funny because like i don't consider myself an alt comic but those are the venues i like the most um yeah. like i i do well in clubs too but right. it's like those guys don't book me because i look like the daughter that doesn't call them anymore so <laughs> <laughs> i just like don't i won't fuck with them because they won't fuck with me um yeah. <laughs> so i think like i i i like Kind of always knew that, like, um, I've I've always very much been like, okay, well, if you're not gonna give an opportunity, me an opportunity, that I'm just gonna start my own show and then I'll mm-hmm. just make it myself. And then I think I'm better than you. Um,
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, well you <laughs> and, are. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm better than a lot of people in this city. <laughs> yeah,
0: I would
3: agree.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, and like, I you know don't mean to sound like a dick when I say that, but I also feel like I I have act- actively done like a lot of work on myself to like uh-huh. you know try to be a good person in that way too. But like, so I've I've always kind of been like. Um, like when I first started, I mean i was I was doing open mics for maybe f- six months before I started running one of on my own, and yeah. then I ran an open mic for six months, so just like I feel like always feeling like I had a piece of control of some kind
3: yeah. kind of
2: felt like, okay, there's a path of some kind happening here, and yeah, obviously l a like really makes you feel like there's always lists, there's always hot shows, there's always like um, some kind of industry bullshit, but yeah. I also kind of when I first started I really made the conscious decision to for the first three years not I I was like I don't want industry to see me because I know I'm not Mm -hmm. ready Um, and I know that they're stupid and I know the second they see you that's who they think you are forever and so I kind of just laid low and like I got offered a couple of like showcases within like a a year or two and I was like I'm not doing that because I don't want to I'm I'm not ready for this I know I know that because I'm yeah. funny but I'm not consistently funny yet I mean and just kind of like really I, I don't know where it comes from but I've always had this weird like uh, patient confidence and like the longer it takes the better I will be when something does pop mm-hmm. um, and that has like just kind of played out that way for me as things have gone on I mean I also like I make it a point every year like I think bitterness takes away from your creativity a lot. So whenever, yeah. that, like, like, I, when, like, I'm never going to get JFL. I don't give a shit. It's fine. But, like, whenever JFL, I know those announcements are happening, I'm always on the road. I try to be out of town. I try to be, like, doing stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and tr- I try, to, I just try not to really compare myself to the careers of other people. And I'm like, all right, no, comedy's paying my bills for the most part. And that's a win in and of itself. And I should, you know, just... I try to find the gratitude in it, and like the, the the thankfulness in it, a lot because it's like comedy has given me, you know, it's it's a very thankless, like pain in the ass job a lot of the time, <laughs> but it's also made me more fearless in other aspects of my life. Like I feel like I'm able to the to be able to articulate things quicker um, mm-hmm. in like situations. I know that I'm I'm not a confrontational person unless I have to be, but I can mm-hmm. be if I need to be um and it's like that's a power I'm very thankful for that is honed because of comedy I mean you know there's there's like stuff that I'm like you know thankful for from Mm -hmm. comedy and that outweighs any of like the the LA bullshit plus every time I leave LA other comics don't think that I'm from LA so that feels good
1: (laughs) (laughs) because you're not talking about an audition and you're set for 40 minutes to let everyone know your resume A lot of um, people
2: think I'm a Chicago comic, and I'm like, I have never lived in Chicago, but thank you so much because they're amazing. I,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a compliment. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: When I met
1: you, uh, I remember it was Improv Boston. It was in, which is in Cambridge. It was maybe 2015 that you rolled through. Yeah. Um, it might have been in connection with the Women in Comedy Festival, perhaps.
2: I, it was not. They've never booked me. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: fuck
0: them. They we were, gotta get oh, on they're... that. But you, got, I know they. they a, I know they all listen. Fuck
1: you guys. Book brandy. Here's the
2: you thing. Did... They they gotta pay me now. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Get that paper. Uh-huh. Uh, I loved, um, and I do distinctly remember you being on stage in the big room of the new theater, and you had said to the audience that you had gotten uh, it was in the, just in the setup it, mm-hmm. that you had gotten a breast reduction.
3: Yeah. And
1: the audience didn't react in a way uh, that was negative at all. And yeah. you were like, thank you. And yeah. you gave them that, <laughs> that confrontational side of you. Like normally some people have booed. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I, lost, I lost it. Cause you were like, almost like on edge. Like I'm gonna tell you this. And if you, yeah. if you fuck <laughs> with me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you out. we you're yeah. like, thanks, you're safe. And then you went back to your set. And that's where I wondered what, when you were, cause you played the row, you've done a lot of these rooms. Has there, and it doesn't have to necessarily be that joke, but has there been a moment of like that vulnerability that you presented on a stage mm-hmm. that an audience has just like tried to fuck with you on and you're like, oh no, I'm gonna <laughs> just like put you in a headlock and put you down.
2: <laughs> well, it's funny cause I've really, for as much road work as I've done, I very rarely am heckled. And I think it's kind of because that's the energy I bring to the stage. Like there yeah. really isn't much room for you to get a word in edgewise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fascinated by comics that have like slow measured uh delivery doing the road because I'm like, people are idiots. <laughs> We're <Will they> not <laughs> interrupting you constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really impressed by that. Um, that it's interesting because like when you mentioned that joke specifically, like uh I I I would wanted to have a breast reduction like my entire life as soon as like boobs came in. I mean, I, I still have fucking D's, but like, I mean, it was like a, a, a thing that I wanted forever, and it was always when I started comedy I was I was very self-conscious of like my boobs and stuff and it was a thing that in my head I was always like if somebody if somebody attacks me for this this is the one thing that will hurt me um because there's a thing that I don't like about myself um I love everything else um <laughs> but like um and then when I got that breast reduction it literally was this like oh no I took control of a thing that I that I didn't like so now mm-hmm. you can say anything to me and I know that like like I, it, it gave me this like feeling of armor with people like that so like I've never really been nobody's ever like hurt me with shit they've ever said to me on stage at this point it's like what you're gonna call me fat who gives a shit like I look great <laughs> please mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely yeah um, you, you know it's like whatever um and, and I'll just be like I'm just gonna fuck you anyway or whatever it is it's like, that's <laughs> easy enough yeah easy enough to have like a line with it the only time I've ever felt like a little bit weird I remember doing a show in Montgomery Alabama um at this like it's like a gaming tavern it was the first time i'd ever been to one of those and they did the comedy shows there like it was like a, a storefront that had just a bunch of like gaming uh setups all over the place and then like people came in and you could play play you could land party or whatever
0: so like Oh, so they're oh so it's like video games like that's connected like via internet uh mm-hmm. people are playing you know call of duty or whatever
2: yeah exactly okay. so you could like rent the slot and then you rent the games or the system from them if you didn't have one at home and then you yeah. can do play with people or play online or whatever but it was like mm-hmm. one of those places and so they're playing
0: video games while you're performing or in another room
2: well, some people were. This was like an after hours thing, but yeah. there were some that were still playing, but that's just like the, the audience, the type of people, um, Yeah, which is like fine. Like I, you know, I don't mind video games and shit yeah. like that, but right. like I, I speak pretty fluent nerd if I need to as well. <laughs> that's helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. you know, I can't speak Spanish, but you know, I know how to... <laughs> talk yeah. about call of duty and you and know find a
1: library biblioteca. exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> i know who iron man is i got this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i own a marvel shirt
2: yeah. um, <laughs> i've seen the mandalorian <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank god yeah you know that underground nerd shit uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that under underground nerd shit that is the reason why our world is on fire
2: yeah, that that no, though. <laughs> oh, fuck Disney. Yeah. Um, unless they're a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, never, never. But I remember there was a guy that was like, um, in the audience who was on some. He was like on pills or something that was uh. weird, and he, he, he kept like, not even like heckling and like a. He kind of just wasn't in the same reality as the rest of us were. Yeah and then at one point he was just like i'll kill everybody in this room and i was like <laughs> oh my god and and i was just like okay somebody get the school shooter out of here yeah uh, um and kind of was making fun of him a little bit but then i in the back of my head too i was like oh i am in like montgomery alabama uh-huh. like he like legitimately could have a gun on him right now <laughs> so i kind of like played like played it cool but then like after the show i was like that genuinely stressed me out but they they kicked him out and they he like they saw him drive away and everything but i still was like kind of on edge um but then also after that show in the green room a uh a comic uh, a local comic had a uh a youtube series that he hosted with uh a racist puppet um but it was like he, he was um Ethnically ambiguous, but then like the puppet just had a bunch of different accents. And I just was like, I don't know what the fuck to do about this. I just was, so I was just like, hey man, I think you gotta like read some stuff online. I just kept trying to like educate this puppet in a funny way. (laughs) 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 I was like, I was like, you're putting those on YouTube. I wanna walk away, but I also like, (laughs) wanna like do this the right way.
0: You you wanna try and maybe like help the algorithm go to some sort of a
3: good
2: (laughs) place? (laughs) exactly i was like i'm not gonna yes and (laughs) (laughs) your jokes dude that's not gonna happen but i mean luckily i mean that's also it's a good thing from comedy it's like made me i i i am comfortable being like a funny bitch if i need to be in a moment and i don't mind Uh if people don't don't like me because the best part about comedy i think is like getting over the part of your lizard brain that's like if somebody doesn't like me, they're gonna kill me. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like no they're not. They're just not gonna like you. Who cares? I've been in front of whole rooms of people that don't like me at all. <laughs> you're,
1: you're preaching to the choir when you tell both of them.
2: That. <laughs> and
1: one of my favorite ideas that just quick aside is yeah. it's a it's a ventriloquist uh with who is racist but his puppet is the same voice that's saying Whoa 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 <laughs> you Holy shouldn't shit. say that <laughs> It's exactly. fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I could have worked better with that. It was like crazy. and like I mean um, and yeah, and my rest of my time were, was great in, in Alabama and I like going through there, but that was just a show that I was like, Jesus guys, come on.
0: <laughs> I, I guess my um then my next question kind of falls in that same sort of category of uh maniacs, but it's it's closer to us because mm-hmm. I I remember maybe it's probably more than once where I've heard you talk about on stage just like either the awful booker or more mm. more I think more likely the terrible host who kind of yeah. brings you up with like an awful cuz yeah. this happens in stand up you know um you know Gary and I I I guess I always like to imagine that we have some young comedy mm. people out there and it's like this is like an educational moment where <laughs> shitty fucking hosts always dudes yeah. will be like this next pretty lady you know yeah. like she's yeah. coming to the you know and it's always like this she's a funny
1: gal or whatever the fuck yeah and i that call that it the san diego like, <laughs> it's called the san diego intro where they oh, go yeah. now 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 a lady's coming to the." yeah like, i think that's uh, like
0: that's on uh, misrepresenting the rest of the comedy world because i see that happen mm-hmm. fucking everywhere yeah. and it infuriates me i can only imagine how it must make you feel brandy
2: It's really crazy because it is, like, um, I've never heard, I mean, very, very rarely have I ever heard a man brought on stage as, like, the wildly handsome. uh, (laughs) I wish.
0: I wish. I've had that on a laminated card. People don't read it. I just just want you to be like, this guy, I can't believe he doesn't get leading man roles.
2: Yeah, it is funny, though, because it's, like, you get, like, the... The, the the beautiful the pretty the like voluptuous is weird sometimes uh, i've gotten that multiple times and it's oof. like it just makes you want to walk out in a trench coat because it's also like the, <laughs> the first it's just oh. like i'm so sorry it's because of the first thing then is it's like hey i'm commenting on this person's body so the first right. thing that an audience is going to do is just size up your body before you've even spoken yeah and it's so yeah you've taken their attention away from yeah. the first words out of your mouth and as a stand up words are important yeah. um,
0: <laughs> it entrenches yeah. you it, it it's yeah. it's like almost an unwinnable from mm-hmm. the start it's an unwinnable yeah. situation cuz yeah. you know it's almost like if you don't address it in a way it's like almost better like yeah. i mean this is not comparable but my brother left town and mm-hmm. i started doing comedy by myself but people yeah. would everywhere was oh, bringing geez. me up solo as the walsh brothers And I would get on stage and I would go, how do I spend a minute describing to you that there used to be another guy?
3: Yeah. Now
0: it's just me. You know what I mean? Like, this is not my act. This is not what I wrote. This isn't what I want to work on. And I feel like for somebody to call out your body, you're like, how? where do I even begin with this? I fucking hate you for saying it. I hate that I have to talk about this. I just, Mm -hmm.
2: I have material that I want to work on. Exactly. Well it is it ruins it, it changes the entire trajectory of the set because your momentum out of the gate from like them clap from like the moment that they stop clapping, start listening. It's like yeah. you wanna be working on something and yes. then you're like I have to acknowledge this thing that like I'm also annoyed and I'm keeping mm-hmm. that mostly inside, but also like that's gonna affect how we're performing too. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, it, it definitely and, and it also it also does give the audience like permission to like think of you in a certain way. So yeah. it also like <laughs> So it's it's like and I mean I've had people after shows just be like hey you're really hot and I'm just like don't talk to me. Oh the host yeah. the host did so now you've just given this room permission yeah. to people to like hit on me you know or whatever and it's yeah. like if, it's just yeah. like very annoying.
1: <laughs> if a room judged me based on my looks I would have killed myself a long time ago. <laughs> but I yeah. I I wondered when you know you're out there and you're fighting in the ditches as you do because you you've Played the. It's co- some comics will say, "Oh, I did the road," but you've really actually traveled to East Bumpfuck, Arkansas, yes. and then gone up to Kenny Bunk, Port Maine, all the all the bunks. Oh yeah. Um, and when you're out there and you just don't know what's gonna happen, you're already kind of like it's like your first day at a job always yeah. Every when you're time. on the road, and because mm-hmm. so many clubs fall apart or get arrested mm-hmm. for uh, dealing coke secretly, um, but. Yeah. when you're uh do you have a way when you when you're approaching a room where you're looking around? I always talk about this on the pod where mm. we look for red flags.
3: Yeah. Has
1: there been one gig in particular that has surprised you where you've walked in, and you're like, oh, this this is gonna be bad. And you're looking around, you see this, you see that, <laughs> and the other thing. And then the show is actually yeah. like one
2: cooler. Um, yeah, there's a oh God, what is the town? Is a town in central Pennsylvania that um I have a couple of podcast listeners that are really big uh, comedy fans. They were like, and I, I'm always like, Hey, if you can throw a show together and give me a guarantee that isn't even that high, I will come play your town. I don't care. Whatever.
3: Awesome.
2: Yeah. Like I'm always down. Like I like, I, I'm, I'm very open-minded about new places. Cause I'm just like, you never, you never know. I've, I've had some shit shows, but it's also like, there's one of my favorite shows of the last few years was a town called Whitesburg, Kentucky in the middle of nowhere, um, Eastern Kentucky. And, and like my, uh that was like a a podcast that I listened to actually the Trobilly Workers Party they uh I they are from there and I was like hey I have a day off I can make it work you guys want to throw something weird this could be fun yeah. and um my openers were Dolly Parton cover band uh <laughs> and then it was right before halloween and there was like this latinx queer uh queer person doing uh dia de los muertos dances painted like a skeleton oh
0: wow and that i was like so awesome
2: <laughs> it was great and the audience was like all these like queer witches from like four colleges around me because like they were and they were like a comedian has never come to eastern kentucky that we know of this yeah. rules. And it, and they were just, they were a fucking blast. And it's like, that was, that, that's like one of the, my highlight shows of, of the last like few years. Yeah. You're um, like,
0: kind of like creeping in going like, what's going to happen in here? Oh no. Like, cause a lot of times yeah. in, in up shows, when music's involved, it can mm-hmm. go real south at the yes. beginning. Like if there's something beforehand yeah. or afterhand, mm-hmm. we talk about this a bunch too, where it's like, you're mm-hmm. opening for a band. You're like, oh, this is a disaster. But yeah, it totally. raises
1: the volume. Everyone has to talk louder to exactly. talk and then but it
0: sounds like you just walked in there and it was like oh yeah this is one of those shows where people have come from where like all over just to see this they're very excited they're just getting like an eclectic show exactly
2: yeah it was like a weird night of performance and it like wasn't necessarily it was about kind of all the different things coming together and just like it was it was a it was like that really opened my eyes to like being very open to like other you know being like fuck it, yeah i'll do something it sounds like the
0: perfect night to me actually
2: yeah I really loved it a lot it was it was awesome um I I would I highly suggest Whitesburg Kentucky and that's not something (laughs) I wouldn't have said a couple years ago
0: I guess uh I guess I have an inverse question Mm -hmm. have you ever got booked to a show you thought was going to be amazing and then just turned into an absolute shit show
2: oh god that's Um, definitely (laughs) true Um, (laughs) Jesus yeah that I mean that's
0: Perhaps yeah, in Los yes.
2: Angeles or... Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to rack my brain in LA. There are a
0: million shows today. out here that kind of, that happens where you're like, well, oh, there's good people on it. You know, it's in yeah. a good place.
2: Oh, what well, could also, go wrong? My, <laughs> my, my, my very first industry showcase turned into a shit show because um, uh, it was at the Improvs when we totally packed out. It was <laughs> on the weekend and then we each, had, we had like real people there and the lineup was fire. But then mm-hmm. they hired... Andy Dick to host it. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this. <laughs> uh, so you guys already know what that means. Um yes. you, for the listener, uh you have not lived in Los Angeles. You're not an Angelino until you have a story where Andy Dick has ruined your night. Mm-hmm. Um he he at some point, like just like the your own personal ghost of Christmas future, he just will just <laughs> let you know <laughs> your way or be like you. <laughs> And you Makes, don't want that. He, <laughs> For
0: he a while, he was, run, yeah, he was uh, just running around the town like the fucking missing link. Yes. And you would see him. I mean, I saw him fucking everywhere. I mean, I, I swear it was like he was, he would be at the comedy yeah. store in the back of the room, heckling every performer. And eh, that's <laughs> no good, you know, just fucking the most annoying voice from the back of the room, cl- like yeah. can't even walk drunk. Then he'd be in a restaurant downtown, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was like, you know what it was like? It was like It Follows. Yes. Everywhere I went, I was being followed by this monster that looked (laughs) like Andy Dick.
1: He heckled me at a dinner. It wasn't even comedy. He just saw me at a table and he made eye contact. (laughs) And sticks and stones may break my bones but words may never hurt me and i was like what the fuck And i left 20 dollars because i saw him and i was like i'm getting the fuck out of here and i ran into a rainstorm in tent city just because i was like this is safer
2: (laughs) yeah anywhere is better than wherever he is i mean andy dick is such a shit show that he had a theater named after him at the improv olympics the upstairs uh-huh. theater was the andy dick theater and then he was banned from the improv olympics <laughs> he was banned from a place with a theater named after him uh-huh. i mean jesus it's
0: yeah it's exceptional um,
2: it's really a hell. so of a what thing.
0: happened on the show he just he was hosting
2: he was hosting which i can't can you so yes also when you're doing an industry showcase you get five minutes and it's right. your best five it's tight you mm-hmm. don't like this is like what your tonight show set would be or whatever yeah. like it's not like you don't want to like noodle around or whatever right like, yeah, tight, you, tight you're, set.
0: you're 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 trying to execute you're yes. you're going like you're going you're worrying about where you're going to go in the lineup mm-hmm. i hope mm-hmm. i go like three to seven yeah. rather than one or two or ten yeah. you exactly. know and you're like you're all the minutiae you're pacing you're yeah. not eating you're yeah. just you just think about the set for weeks mm-hmm. when it's announced
2: for it yeah So Andy Dick proceeds to do 10 to 15 minutes between every person. (laughs) I mean, the whole night is just, I mean, it was a a 75 minute showcase. It turned into a two and a half hours. Um, (laughs) I was was on the later part of the night and I'm just sitting Uh in the room watching the audience just lose all energy. And he gets up, before he brings me up on stage, he goes on this rant about asparagus and how it makes your like piss smell. And he's just asking audience members how they're, aspa- if they've ever drank their asparagus piss and like just getting no laughs, the room is dead. And he goes, all right, well, fuck it, whatever. This next comedian, I bet she's drank her asparagus piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And meanwhile, so you're you're not supposed to acknowledge anything because the host is just supposed to say your name, where you're from. Boom, bring you up on yeah. stage. bring get up on stage, and I'm just like, never drank my asparagus piss, <laughs> Andy. Everybody you're ruining everyone's hopes and dreams tonight. But like, it's just it's just like the momentum of the room was so fucked up because of him, yes, and it was. Yeah. I mean, that's the worst intro I've ever actually had. um yeah. which I hope that it remains true for the course of my entire life. Yeah. Uh, but I hope she drinks her asparagus piss. <laughs> it was oh just like, God. come on, man. Do you, you fucked your career. Can you not fuck mine?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that they're still, they were like, knowing Andy Dick, they were like, I know who we can get to host this.
2: I know. They could have gotten
0: anybody. There's somebody anybody. out at the improv bar yeah. who's more <laughs> professional than that.
2: Literally anybody.
1: I have a follow-up question on that yeah, that, yeah. that idea and a second question, uh, if I may. Of course, uh, of course. Please do. Do you now
3: mm-hmm.
1: think of moments like that where you're mm-hmm. like, I wish I could go back and I would have said this? <laughs> do, you, do you have your reply years later? I mean... Because if uh, yeah. you do, I, I can be Andy Dick and you can... we can just we can give you closure (laughs) is what we're saying
2: (laughs) oh man i mean i i i kind of do the opposite where i'm just like I'm 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 like a quarter Sicilian, so if you wrong me, I just go you're fucking dead to me, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then, me then I just
2: and then I'm just like you're fucking dead. I'll never think about you again. You had one moment in this life to impress me. You failed, and now you'll die, and I'll never give a fuck. That's what happens in my brain. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm. I, I found it. I'm uh, of the it, Italian Sicilian Jewish. I, I don't know how that happened, yes. but there's there's such a level That's a of lot like, of arguing. and
2: and insecurity you know yeah Uh, great food though you're very well fed (laughs) um,
1: thank you uh (laughs) uh, my follow my second question uh uh uh, brandy
2: yeah
1: when you are when the chips are put in a way that's like so against you Mm -hmm. and like you've got those shows where it's a weird element or a weird intro or weird nightmare is there Mm -hmm. one Is there one show in particular where you almost defy the world in putting it on, Mm -hmm. where you're like, "I don't. This room could burn the fuck down. I don't care. I've (laughs) I've been in fights on stage and then gone back to do my time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. we're doing this show. Like you just get you get like this (laughs) defiant, like this is my art. Not anyone Mm -hmm. else can take it away. And I feel like you are such a, a strong performer and such a strong person that you would like be like fuck off we're doing this
2: oh uh, i mean yeah that's that's definitely happened before it that that is what usually happens when i'm opening for a band or something like that because it's mm-hmm. like like we said like it should sound like it's nice but it's usually just like i can I'm, I'm very good at, like, grabbing a room and just yelling at them and, like, uh, just fucking with them until they start paying attention. Usually those sets, though, I don't transition into material. Just, like, make fun of the room for yeah. most of the set because uh, when an audience feels once you start doing real jokes, or I'll do, like, w- like little bits of jokes but not, like, a full piece at that point. Mm-hmm. It's usually just kind of, like, um, those are the like, my, I, I think, like, a big part about being a comic is riding the energy of a room and, like, yeah. being but also you like, it's, I, I call it being a casual alpha where it's like, <laughs> I'm in charge, baby, but we're all cool with it. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just finding like that energy and like the room needs to know that you're in charge and it can take a yeah. minute to get there sometimes, but it's like, mm-hmm. you just kind of need to look like you're having the most fun in the room and then people yeah. will follow you because they're like, well, she's having a blast, I guess. we're I guess we will too then it's just kind of yeah. like sheer will 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 pull them in that direction i mean man let me think oh, God, I, feel, I feel i so feel like shit. you need a,
0: a horn section some you know like it'd be really great for you to have the to, to say that to an audience and then the horns kick in you I know mean, it's like the opposite of the guy who dances for the Bostones. like yes. you're the main attraction <laughs> but you have some ska behind you
2: I would fuck, I, I've i actually wanted to um, re- do an album that, of like, no audience, pre. and this is like a little bit pretentious, but like, redo bits with like, backup singers writing additional punchlines to them. Yeah. So like having this, these kind of like, like, like a, like jazz tracks underneath, but like having like weird added things to like, make the joke something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's almost like that Shatner spoken word album that they yeah. came up with a few years ago. I love that album. I, yeah, that sounds like a cool concept to me you should go for it
2: thanks yeah it's something i've like i've like been kicking around for a minute i mean i was supposed to i, I wanted to record another album this year i was like ready to go on it but then obviously you know <laughs> this sounds the
0: like the one you got to do it because yeah. you got the quarantine you could probably do yeah. it with people separate a All little bit this. and you know mm-hmm. some production i think that'd yeah. be awesome
1: do you envision yeah. that as like almost like how Rodney used to have like sort of an orchestra at the beginning or any would kind of fuck with them and they would like
2: kind of involve. yeah it's that's it's,
1: so classic showbiz I love it
2: yeah that kind of like fun organic like I mean I just I love I love music so much too and it, it, there's just there's an energy to to music that comedy yeah. will never be able to capture so it's like to me I'm like the 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 me- best that you can bring that together, you know, the best. I mean, T- Todd Glass is so good at it. Yes. At like, yeah. you know, his people. I mean, he's also got, like, insane music- musicians that he can just be like, just play, it, mm. play, it, make this up, make this up. And then he just, <laughs> they just do it. It's so, it's so cool. So, like, it, that's, like, a thing that I want to, I want to fuck around with a lot more. Because I think there's, like, a lot, there. there's interesting things you can do bringing those worlds together. Because especially now, it's, like, who knows the next time we're going to really perform fully live. Right. So, it's, like, what what's, like, how can you make that work to your advantage by like figuring out like what what is you know what's different it's like I I was really against zoom shows the very first but I did a couple and I was like oh you know what like it's a different thing it's a different medium that means you know it's they've made me a prop comic kind of (laughs) dumb shit in my house yeah and I'm like who cares it's fucking around like there's nothing there's this this yeah will always be funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) It will always be funny My yeah. roommate should like Vape me onto a set sometimes You're <laughs> just blowing a big cloud That'll come yeah. on you. It's It's, like, it's fuck it, just not. like
1: It's just like Stand-up comedy In yeah. some ways In that yeah. You're not gonna step in And be like Well I'm fucking great at this mm-hmm. It's like You You got We all have to figure it out And yeah. you watch the better comics they're doing, like Maria Bamford, uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Nealon did a show on 6. Mm-hmm. T- and they're doing shows to largest audiences they've ever performed. For Maria, I think you've yeah. performed in front of like twenty six hundred people because wow. it's international. Yeah. Yeah. so you can have a, an Cause unlimited can pop audience, in. Yeah, and they're it's like all Netflix, and yeah. everybody has a front row seat. It's like yeah. just totally. let's just improve this. Mm-hmm. while instead of you know contributing the problem, you've uh,
0: changed but, my yeah. mind, Gary. Thank you I've been anti
1: Zoom other than this us, podcast. You have yeah. a do you have a monthly Zoom show that you do? Uh
2: yeah. It's so um I have a show called Picture This here in LA that's comedians paired up with animators that live animate your jokes behind you during your set. And um it's really it's my been my favorite thing to do forever. And um, it's a really
0: fun show. Yeah. I've been guys- lucky enough to do it a few times live yeah. when mm-hmm. there was live shows.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's so fun and it's seeing your your jokes funneled through somebody else's mind and like what they think when you And you get tremendous
0: animators as well as tremendous comedians. Uh, So the talent on both sides is really, really amazing.
2: Yeah, the animators, I mean, the animators always have like insane credits. So we get Pendleton Wards done it a bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) The creator of like Adventure Time and Mm -hmm. uh, Midnight Gospel and like um, Craig Bartlett, who's the creator of Hey Arnold, like he does the show. And it's cool because like they bring, they have fan bases that also are never able to them perform because they don't; they're not performers. Yeah. And like the only way that you can like support those people is like by watching their show or buying their art. But like mm-hmm. to be able to come see them do something live, it's like they that the artists love it too because they're like they they get immediate feedback on like a funny thing they wrote versus you know when you're animating stuff, it's like that won't be seen for two years. Yeah. So it's 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 a fucking blast, and we've been doing it on Zoom, and like it's it's funny how much it hasn't changed because like we don't really have as much of an audience on zoom obviously but the 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 show is at its best when you're like fucking around with the with the animation yeah and like it so the the live spontaneity that you lose a little bit with coming to zoom is still there with picture this so it's like it still feels like a real like a real ass show with like oh like a
0: collaboration between several people
2: exactly Uh, it's like playing off the audience, but it's playing off this, um, this this artist at the same time. And that's uh, second Saturdays every month. And we're partnered with um, Littlefield out of New York, because we give like a portion of our proceeds to them to try to keep the venue alive.
0: Oh, that's great. Great. Yeah. So I guess my, my next question is, um, you know, there's obviously we're, you know, still doing comedy online, but are there any shows that you, uh, you won't miss doing that was such a disaster maybe or and or i mean it could be that or um to get back to to our theme uh yeah or like a night of the year because for me it was always saint patrick's day or new year's i just refused to work on either of those nights but is there anything you can remember where because sometimes as comedians it's like where we say yes to a lot of things without really thinking about it yeah and you get dragged into doing this one show you can't stand and you don't need to name any venue names or anything like that but you can describe the show you don't have to
1: say bonkers in ocala florida
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's gary's mine is the improv the one you mentioned earlier i can't stand the improv in Hollywood. (laughs) i don't care how many times i don't care if they fucking google me i wish that place would burn to the ground
2: I mean, frankly, I like really would love to see most clubs shut down during. That. Um, <laughs> yes, that far, a dead model. yes. I mean, honestly, fuck those old motherfuckers. They yeah. like they, they're the, even. It's so funny. Even like the calendars that they have now for the ones that are open, it's like they're they're just as like shitty and like bad white. Like there's great white guys, obviously. Yeah. There's, like, road hack white guys that don't have fans, but they do coke with the Booker twenty years oh, ago. So they're still getting a weekend every year. It's like, yeah. fuck these places. Get out of the yes. way the only reason man i get heated the only keep reason going. There keep it going workers, keep it alive so, amen thank you thank you baby there there's the only reason there are not more fucking clubs to be in competition with those people is because our generation got fucked by the economic crisis otherwise there will be 30, 30 year olds that own clubs and we would put all these motherfuckers out of business uh-huh. already but we like Creech. were denied. We were denied a financial future of any kind. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why like all the clubs and places that are like run by younger people are either in the back of a place that already exists, or they're at like a weird venue or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's time for these old motherfuckers to get out of the way. See ya. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You shouldn't have been around this <gasps> long anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it sucks because there's this like weird. You know, this is something we haven't really talked about, Gary. But this yeah. like weird thing where these you know, we have talked many times here about how little comedians get paid and it's like a running joke where it's like, oh, I started out. I was working for four or five years. I didn't make a dollar, Mm -hmm. you know, or you bring the audience when you're starting out and the guy who's running the room or whatever is making Mm -hmm. a ton of money and you don't even get a check, you know, and it's like that shit goes on and then they care about the fucking alcohol Mm -hmm. and then, you know, and then I'll say it again, fucking UCB. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that place fucking went whatever, belly up, right? Because- My brother and i did a show there for years we were packing Mm -hmm. it out every time they gave us a show they changed the times around they gave us a tuesday at seven fucking sold out they gave Mm -hmm. us a wednesday at 10 sold Mm -hmm. out they finally they were like what's the one night we saturday's at midnight that's the hardest to get anyone sold out for a year until Mm -hmm. you know people forgot about us or whatever and obviously i'm still very bitter about this but these places they just care about their own money and they don't give a shit about anybody else. And they care about selling alcohol or mm-hmm. fucking, they don't even have mics that work half yeah, the time.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's like no other business where it's like the whole point of the business is around the comedian. Yes. But everybody else gets paid beyond besides mm-hmm. them and, and bar staff too. I mean, the bar, mm-hmm. like yes. the waiters and shit, they get, they, they are not making as much as they should. Right. I mean, the like feature rates are still the same that they were in the 80s. Yes. You know, i feature. featured, yes. I mean, I, I I'm very lucky I feature for um, I've, I've featured in the road for like Jackie Cation and for like Kyle Canane and stuff and Kyle God bless him he always bumps my rate to get yeah. me to what he thinks that your comics should be making yeah but I've, I've opened for him before where it's like you know I've been at clubs and it's like they pay you 70 bucks a set for a feature set with no travel no hotel yeah. anything like mm-hmm. that and I'm like how you you you're creating a space where the only people that are going to be able to actually do stand up are people that are independently wealthy. Yeah. Um which I don't give a fuck what those people have to say. Go spend yeah. your money. Like you that's who should be starting a club. Um
0: Yeah. And, yeah, of course. And they and none of them none of those people are funny.
2: Yeah, exactly. no, they're <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're really not. And it's like it's it's inf- it's infuriating. So I just want the old model to fucking die. They have very <laughs> uh they just have very old old-fashioned ideas about shit i remember yeah. um uh i would love what's its fuck zany's in uh, uh chicago, Sh- chicago. Yeah. yeah um zany's chicago bert. yeah bert that motherfucker um <laughs> man the only time i've ever met him so i i emailed their booker i was coming through chicago for like a week and a half and i was like hey looking for shows i'll love to hop on anything and their booker yeah. was like we can have you come do a guest set on a saturday night And i was like oh great cool saturday awesome and um Show up for the club and their booker's not there. I walk in the back, say hey, and then like everybody that's working there is like, Who are you? And I was like, No, I'm, I'm booked. Here's this email saying to be here to, tonight. They sent me yeah. up to Bert, Bert's office. Bert yeah. is in a, a velour <laughs> coat. <Coke? Coke? laughs> He's like wearing like a velour sports jacket yeah. like, <laughs> over like a cashmere sweater. And I was like, What <laughs> are you? You're a villain. Like, yes. You look like you are trying to cancel the Muppets. Like, what yeah. is your fucking
1: deal? We'll get there exactly. Yeah, Exactly.
2: He's just the de- I mean, and I was like, You'll oh.
0: never have your head shot on my wall, Kermit. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> so I like, you know, I'm I'm professional and polite, and I'm just like, hi, my name's Brandy. I'm supposed to be doing guest sets tonight. I'd i love, I've I've heard nothing but good stuff about your club. I would love. And I was like, what are you talking about? So I showed him my email and he goes, Oh, oh, they fucked up. You're not supposed to be here tonight. You're supposed to be here on Monday, Monday. And I was like, okay. And meanwhile, I'd left like a really great show that I'd done a set at to come yeah. here early. And it's like, I could have had a really fun night otherwise. And it, meanwhile, I'm taking lifts across town. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, can I not just do five minutes? Like I'm here and I'm very good.
0: Yeah. And uh, you, and you yeah. fucked up, Bert.
2: Yeah, yeah, you fucked up. This is not my yeah. fault. It's yeah. not my fault that your booker a booker. You can squeeze me, me in. Here. Yeah, you got yeah. five minutes. I yeah. promise you have five minutes. Yeah. Your name's um, on
1: the deed Own the mistake.
2: <laughs> and then so I show up on Monday to be like, whatever. I didn't have a show. I guess I'll fucking come do this Monday thing. Show yeah. up. It's the all women's night oh. uh, <laughs> that nobody got paid at. Uh, oh. And I was wow. like, I was like, all right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's cool. Awesome. That's all I ever need to know about you. And now whenever I am massive and you want me, you never give <gasps> You never, yeah. get yeah. You'll never get me. I, I will actually rent out the place next door yes. against against your biggest night of the year and I will sell it out and steal your audience. Yeah. Like that's mm. my Sicilian comes out. That's Keep where it. that's yeah. Like no Keep no no fire. No, I just see fires. I
1: is in a wicker chair and you lean in and you, say, pose. And you just drag an ice pick across him to take exactly. out his, his gunman exactly. um,
2: you don't we, remember but I think about it every night when I do push ups I, uh, I, I
0: fucking, <laughs> The Chin ups and the
2: yeah, exactly just like staring at a picture. So that, of that bar
1: that goes in the love, doorway. Right? <laughs> I, I've got uh, I've got a final question, Christopher. Do you have any more questions? No, no, no. Bar? This has been great. I love Th- I mean, this, this. Has is, been fantastic. We, we don't want to. like the fire. The oh, this <laughs> this uh, seriously so thankful. Uh, yes. uh, we want to let people a know how they can find you, where they can find you, what you're doing, and then I want to give you the final question. Okay. Uh, uh, so so how can folks find you?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandazzle, B-R-A-N-D-A-Z-Z-L-E. Um, I have a podcast okay. called Lady to Lady. That's very fun. Um, it's every Wednesday. It's me, Barbara Gray, and Tess Barker, and we have a fourth guest on every week. Um, we've had on like people like uh, Aisha Tyler, um, French Robert Stewart, Taylor, French Stewart. French Stewart is on every hundred episodes. He <laughs> is our he's our mascot. We de- love him dearly. Yes. Um, we took him to Sizzler one time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're very silly with him he's he's the best yes. guy um and then picture this is second saturday of every month and uh, that's at picture this comedy on instagram if you want to see videos what that looks like um and then brandyposey.com, brandy with an and i and opinion yeah. cave your album Op- yes yes i have an album called opinion cave that's available whenever you listen wherever you listen to albums and if awesome. you listen to serious xm um tell them to play it more <laughs> 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 for real that would pay my bills
1: <laughs> awesome yeah. We, we have this open to interpretation question uh, for guests. Some people have told a little bit of a story. Some people have just done it as an impression. What I like to tell guests uh, is um, our final question for you is uh, we would like you to do an impression of the world's <laughs> worst booker leaving the worst <laughs> message they can on your answering machine. <laughs>
2: Ooh, man! Take a
1: take a minute. Breathe. Yeah. Think about it. Maybe think There's... about a
0: booker you actually, someone you had actually booked you.
2: Comics sometimes
1: pass out from the trauma that this question brings up. <laughs> God, <laughs> like,
2: oh. I'm just trying to like make an amalgamation of of several. Oh God. <sighs> okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> starts the giant line (laughs) um hey brandy i know we changed the venue um but it's gonna be great and like i said you're gonna stay at my uh you can stay. i don't have a guest room i i don't know if that was made that clear the last time you could stay on my couch um just so you know i know I, i i have a house but just so you know times have gotten tough and um i I live in a tent in the backyard of the house <laughs> and I Airbnb out different parts of the house. So everyone's, <laughs> everyone seems really cool. Um, I know that you've just drove 12 hours to do this show. And you don't want to hang out afterwards, but just so you know, what we also do. Everyone's so excited to have you in town. Um, I'm going to be having a bonfire in the backyard next to my tent, and I'm inviting all the open micers in the scene to it. Um, if that's if that's cool with you, uh, that it just everyone's really excited to have you here. Um, ticket sales aren't where they should be. Uh, if it's a, if you if you could. If you could tweet it, tweet a link, um, it would go a long way. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <coughs> uh, I guess we'll, we'll see you in a couple hours. All right. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, well Brandy done. Posey, thank you well, so much for done. joining us. Uh, You're welcome. Space based off years. of a real guy. <laughs> <laughs> of, course <laughs> of course it uh, is. Of wow. course oh, it is. Thanks man. for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having
0: me. You're the best. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
1: this has been brought to you by dead and mellow follow us on all your social media platforms and shop around at deadandmellow.com to see all of our stand-up, music, and podcast releases. Thank you, and God bless America.
2: All right, see you later.
1: Are we actually leaving or just at Dick?